no secret, dating apps are really popping off. Lockdown horniness is, is peaking. Love does not operate on a pandemic schedule. It can be fun, really. Set up an environment that it's going to be nice to hang out in with this person. It's like planning a little picnic or something like that. Um, a quick shout out to the person on the text line. Haha, <laughs> definitely getting dressed up considering my online shopping in lockdown has gone through the roof. Yes. You and me both. <laughs> That's right. It's Let's Talk About Sex, a fortnightly segment here on Mornings uh, where I'm joined by Tanya Coons, our resident sexologist, pleasure therapist, to chat about uh, debunking myths, sexual health and wellness, pleasure therapy, uh, taking the shame out of having all things fun in the bedroom department. Tanya, morning to you. Good morning, Maya. Good to be here. Now, today we are talking about video dating because we're all at home right now and socially distancing and it seems like there's still going to be quite a while to go before we can leave lockdown and ease into, have restrictions ease. It's a slog that's for sure um, happening and while we're all sick of talking about it, meeting the right person right now or in those traditional avenues and circumstances isn't really an option. Um, so it's no secret, dating apps are really popping off. Lockdown horniness is, is peaking. And we want to go through the ins and outs of Zoom dates uh, because I want to give a very big shout out to our producer, Jenna, who phrased this so wonderfully. Love does not operate on a pandemic schedule. No, that's so true. So true. Good one, Jenna. Now, last year we did a little bit of matchmaking with some FBI listeners and at that time, while we were all still in a similar situation to now, a lot of listeners were very hesitant to pursue video dates. Do you think, Tanya, that we're all uh, all old hands at this now and that more people are willing to give it a go? Oh, it's a good, that's a good question. I think last year, lockdown was such a big shock for everyone because we've never had anything like that. Suddenly the government told us all to stay home and we kind of wet our pants and went, what does this mean? Mm. So there was, it took folk a while to pivot. I mean, I don't think a lot of people believed they could work from home. I don't think people believed a lot of things could be done online. And after doing lockdown for a couple of months last year and, and re-entering it this year, I think we're realising that we can actually do a lot more than we thought. I mean, my, my entire business pivoted last year to be online. Um, and, you know, I opened it up briefly before we got locked down again. Yeah. But um, we, you know, for people who are sceptical about doing therapy online, there's a lot of therapy being done online right now. Um, there's a lot of work being done online. So I think the the folks who are kind of pouting and going, oh, what's the point? You know, you get frustrated and you can't have sex or you can't meet the person. I think it's changed a little bit since then. I think um, it's given us a chance to think a little bit and maybe people are more used to the fact that they can do all of these things and there are different ways of meeting people. And maybe the things that we've taken for granted last year are not the things that we're taking for granted this year. Um, and I think people are realising that it's, they need connection and maybe I call it romantic possibility, right? They want someone to think about, to, to sort of be like, hmm, I wonder what that person's doing. I wonder if they're thinking about me or, you know, crushing on someone. Love um, crush. Yeah, love a good crush. <laughs> 
Uh, you know, mostly anecdotally, but the dating sites are busier than ever and people are looking to make connections. They really are. Isn't that interesting? You'd think it would be, I guess, like the other way, but the fact that it is busier than ever is really a testament to how much I think people are really latching on to human contact and connections of some sort. Yeah, well, when you think about it, you know, we were able to go out before, before all the restrictions and go and meet people. We could go out dancing, we could go to bars and clubs, we could go to performance nights, we could be in our community, communities and do things, parties, weddings, all sorts of stuff. So you're constantly coming into contact with other folks. Now you might be on your own or you might be with your family or housemates and that's it. So dating websites are kind of like bringing all those randoms that you might have the possibility of meeting at the other things into your lounge room. <laughs> and sort of when you're getting sick of talking about the same old shit to your housemates, you could possibly be like, hey, I'm just going to go and chat to a couple of my online buddies and see what's, what's up. Mm. Now, Tanya, serious question. Should one bother mm. getting dressed up on a video date? <laughs> I'm laughing going, come on now, what better excuse <laughs> put on bands (laughs) like treat it like a real life date I think it's really funny because I do think that lockdown's making us feel lazy and lethargic Um, I'm coming to you live from my Ugg boots and fluffy fluffy cardigan that I never wear out of the house but I do think if you're going to have a date a date is meant to spark some excitement right so it could be all about it could be exciting choosing what you're going to wear I don't know about how you're going to do your hair in lockdown. There's a lot of fluffy haircuts out there, but, you know, creative things, get your best hat out if your hair is not doing so well. Like you can plan something uh, and also a chance to wear your favourite or best outfits. So many people are like, oh, my God, I just haven't worn any of my lovely clothes. I've been at home dagging around. Hmm. So I guess it, it, yeah, it depends on how much you've been flirting. Maybe you can do some flirting and send pictures of part of your outfit to tease your date or you might want to keep it as a surprise. But you could use all of that to build excitement and anticipation and to create some for yourself as well because it's pretty darn boring doing the same thing day in, day out and sort of feeling the constrictions that we are. Yeah, it's almost like it's an act. Ooh. <clears throat> excuse me, it's own act of self-care, really. I've found um, some of the smallest things you can do to make yourself feel that little bit better and at ease with another day staying inside is something as simple as just getting dressed as if it was a normal day. Yeah, I think last lockdown, um, uh, I was having a birthday thing. So a bunch of folks were watching me and I was going over to my besties to have dinner and it was it was like dressed for dinner. So the people on the Zoom call helped me pick an outfit and watched me get dressed. And it was all very girly girl. Like we were all lying around doing that in real life. And it was really lovely after feeling sort of hemmed in and not seeing many people. Um, yeah, it was really nice. So it felt like really properly going out, even though it was just going to my lockdown buddy and doing the same thing, but with nicer clothes. Yeah, totally. Now we'll yeah. be right back here on Let's Talk About Sex going through video dating um a quick shout out to the person on the text line haha definitely getting dressed up considering my online shopping in lockdown has gone through the roof Uh, lil you and me both (laughs) 
Um, but we will be right back talking about what not to do on camera, things you should avoid, things you probably would never have considered, and so much more on Let's Talk About Sex. This track right here, brand new Joy Orbison, it's called Sparko. <laughs> Heron right there, featuring on Joy Orbison's brand new one, Sparko. Uh, my name's Maya Billick. I'm joined by Tanya Coons, and we're on Let's Talk About Sex, and we're chatting video dating. We've reveled in the fact that online dating sites, apps, everything are really popping off right now in lockdown. But if you are going to take the plunge and go on video date, Tanya, what are some things you should avoid doing on camera? Hmm, there's a lot of things here. Um... <laughs> Uh, checking, commenting negatively on your own appearance. That's not a really great start to a date, whether you're in person or online. Um, preening, you know, fluffing your hair. I'm guilty of this, like floofing my bangs and doing stuff like, whoopsie. Don't pick your nose or your teeth. Don't talk to other people who might be in the vicinity. You're like, hopefully you've got privacy for your date. You don't be shouting out to family or friends in the background. Um, don't, suddenly pick up your pet and flash them on screen like seek consent if you want to introduce your pet or make sure I have so many clients I get to meet their pets because they bound into the screen or they knock the laptop over so make sure your animal is secured so you can have an uninterrupted date uh, don't check your phone right that's I mean you wouldn't do that on a real date a real life date would you this is a real date uh, and don't, if you can, leave your date waiting while you rush out and do something. If you need to run off to the loo, because that does happen on real life dates, maybe play them some music or do something, give them something to keep them amused, right? And for goodness sake, do not show your genitals. It's not chat roulette. Or a okay? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think it goes without saying this should resonate with you under normal circumstances, but it should more on a video because someone is paying much closer attention to you that whatever you're doing on camera, someone's going to see it, right? If you're out like at a regular bar or you're having dinner somewhere, there are other things for someone to be looking at, right? But if you're on camera, it's literally just you. So imagine to pay attention to your day. Don't be like squirrel, squirrel, squirrel about all the things. And I wonder what is polite to notice in the background? So what if you do notice their cat or their dog or something? Is it polite to go, oh, kitty, show me your kitty? Or do you just sort of let that be? Mm. Uh, yeah. Another question I have for you. Do you think it's important to set uh, boundaries like an end time? Or is it better to keep the completion of the date flexible? I can also imagine it might be a bit of a bummer if your date time's out at 40 minutes if you've got a, a Zoom subscription. That that might be a bit of a buzzkill too. Oh, well, you need to manage that one. You, you know, straight up and be like, I've only got a 40-minute Zoom connection. Do you have one that's longer? Or let's set our timer and see. But, yeah, if it's a first... It, I'm saying it depends what number date it is, right? I think for first dates, whether it's in person or online, I always recommend a time limit. It takes the pressure off. You keep it short enough so that it's bearable if your date isn't a good fit. And if it is a good fit, it's going to create excitement and anticipation for the next date. 
right? And if your day sets an end time and you hadn't expected that, don't be rude and assume that you can take more of their time. You know, they might have work to do. They might have booked a debrief call with their friend. They may only be able to handle a small period of time being social after being locked down for so long. People are really changing with all this different way of being. So we need to, we need to really bear that in mind. And if it's a second, third, fourth date, it's up to you guys to negotiate the time. You know, I still think it's a great idea to get in the habit of talking about what you want, what you're wanting to do, seek consent and set boundaries. Imagine if you're planning real life meetups, it's like, do you want to go to a concert? Well, it starts at this time. Uh, do you want to go out to dinner? Great. The, you know, we're going for the early sitting. We have to be finished dinner by this time. Uh, or do you want to go to a movie or catch a drink afterwards? You sort of negotiate that. Yeah. There's a really big thing here to remember is that you are not entitled to anybody's time, right? So be happy and grateful you got to enjoy time. And if you're keen to catch up again, let them know, because that's 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 the way that things go forward. But if you get a bit pouty, like, oh, I thought we were going to hang out all night, you don't know what's happening for the other person. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really icky. You can't see it. I was yeah. gritting my teeth in awkwardness. <laughs> It was a big face, yeah. <laughs> um, Tanya, coming back for a moment to what you were saying before um, mm. about not pointing too many things out in someone's background, uh, without their, again, like I was saying, without being in like a bar or a dinner setting and other things around you to, I guess, look at and take, I don't want to say take a break from, but, you know, just you in a normal circumstance, you're looking around the room and seeing new things. It's not really the same thing that happens on a video date. There's not that uh, sense of stimulation. How can you set up your call to set that mood and create some of that natural ambience? Yeah, you need to make your background interesting for sure. I mean, if you give people a, an empty room with glaring lights, you know, it's kind of like, it, it's almost like dress, part of dressing for your date. Yeah, because, and again, I do therapy, so I want a warm, inviting background in the thing. I haven't got my screen up today. You can see it there. But I usually have a Japanese screen and I've got a bright orange wall and there are wall hangings. And it's very comfortable for people to see that they're sort of like, oh, this is really nice. I feel at home. It's not an empty room with white, stark walls and glaring light. And the other thing is careful that it's not too dark so that people can't see you. When the light's fading, that's not so great. But you can do things to give them a bit of a taste of you. You can have posters, you can put plants, scarves, sarongs, screens, art, whatever you like up in the background. Pick your favourite part of the house if you can get privacy um, to sort of set that up. So it can be fun, really, setting up a room for someone to come in. It's like planning a little picnic or something like that. You're going to set up an environment that it's going to be nice to hang out in with this person for a set period of time. Yes. And if you live in a share house or you're living at home, you've got family, more than one person uh, in your house with you, it's also yeah. probably worth mentioning to them that you're having a video call so that there's not any weird noises going on in the background or someone just suddenly appears. Burst into your date. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> totally. It's like running into people you know in the restaurant, isn't it? Like, oh, hi. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yes. We'll be right back with more Let's Talk About Sex on video dating right after this track by TV Repairman. It's called Patterns and they're from Sydney. We love Sydney music, arts and culture and here's a bright example. I 
TV repairman, spelt T-E-E-V-E-E, and repairman with two N's. Patterns is the name of that one. My name's Maya Bielik. I'm here with Tanya Coons. We're chatting video dating for Let's Talk About Sex. And we've come to the part where we've discussed what you should and shouldn't have in your background, how you should uh, carry yourself on camera, and now something a bit different, which I feel like I... This is really resonating with me and I think with so many of you now that we're in lockdown 2.0, this idea of Zoom fatigue and video fatigue. Some people have been working from home for a long time, which means uh, their work, I guess, uh, procedures have transitioned to more video calls and video meetings. How, Tanya, do you think we can avoid slip Avoid slipping into work mode on a video date or, I guess, preventing and making that Zoom Zoom fatigue that bit more manageable. Yeah. Um, My doorbell's going off in the background. Excellent. (laughs) Um, You can, well, I think dressing for your date, that's one. So you're not in work environment uh, and changing the background. Maybe you could have some music playing. It depends on whether that's going to run interference with the microphones don't talk about work like really try and make it far away and maybe if you use zoom for work can you use um can you use facetime or a different a different platform or could you start off on the phone and then move to video mm. there's, there's lots of ways that you could sort of up the communication from sending emails but getting into like start with voice so let's do a phone call first you know see how we're going to go that way before and before we get into zoom and yeah maybe don't schedule a date after you've had a whole day full of hectic zoom meetings a little bit of time out get away from the screen pick up your laptop if you can or your computer and move it somewhere so you're not in the same eh, i've been sitting here all day for work go go for your walk if you can maybe you could have the call while you're on a walk you know do it facetime mm. this is good, taking a walk there's a neighbor's dog that kind of thing just sort of chatting to really get it away from work mode because yeah you're right so many people are like ah, i don't want to stare at the screen anymore so it's up to you to change it up and remember that this unfortunately this is the way we're interacting with people at the moment it's not forever but you can be quite creative and make it so different from a work call mm. Do you think it's good to prepare some kind of questions like uh, or even get some kind of trivia going? Maybe they might be a bit of a fast round of sexy trivia. What do you think about games on Zooms? Well, it depends on what number date it is. Again, I'm thinking, would you do that for your first date? Probably not. Um, it's, it's a bit like, oh, you're going and you, you might have some idea about what you want to talk about or find out from people. But I don't know, some of the most awkward dates I've been on in my life, people have written questions on their hand. I'm like, are you kidding? <laughs> oh, like, no. Yeah. oh, no. I know, well, right? I can't. To be with. Not that, thanks. But, yeah. <laughs> well, I can't talk. My first date with my current partner, I spent about 15 minutes reciting the history of the Beatles. So be worse. <laughs> well, so maybe it's also know your thing and don't don't get too full. On. Don't get too carried away. That's my piece of advice to you. <laughs> but you know what? If they love that, they're the right person for you as well. I kind of look at it that way. Um, 
I think it's like any date planning, you know, what do you, you, you plan to do things that you like with people. So if you like playing cards or board games or things like that, as you're progressing in, it could be like, hey, you know, we can't go to a cafe, but do you want to play a game of cards? There's lots of little things that you can play cards online. Um, so you can set it all up so that you can play things. Because I was looking at doing that with some friends in Melbourne. Yes. I never got, never got there. You can but play I, Uno online. You can play Monopoly online. Um, yeah. I've tried and tested a few of them. I'll report back in a fortnight, let you know which ones All I've right. gotten. <laughs> yeah. So do some things like that. Or you can uh, you can play things like Truth or Dare if you want to get to know somebody or Never Have I Ever, those sort of things. Um, and we were talking about, yeah, well, you can, you know, play a little bit more sexy versions of things, but maybe not on your first date as well. Just sort of keep it to exploration and how do I feel about this person? Are they interesting? Are they catching my attention? What do I want to impart to them to catch their attention? Mm. Now, say the date is going really well. You are both kind of on the same wavelength, that same vibe, and the flirting is starting to heat up a bit. The heat is turning up. Maybe someone's not ready for phone sex or going that little bit further, but do you think there is a Zoom or FaceTime equivalent of like a cheeky little consensual kiss after dinner? Uh, I'm not sure you can get a FaceTime equivalent of a smooch apart from blowing kisses or, you know, like trying to grab at the screen and like pretend hugs. It's, yeah, it's not as satisfying as being in in person for sure maybe blow kisses or but remember whatever you're doing keep things consensual um but if you want to make it a little bit sexier so as your dates are progressing maybe we could do strip poker you know some things like that keep it a bit interesting maybe we could you could do a strip tease at some point and maybe just to a point maybe you could have a date where one or both of you is in the bath and having a chat or you could be in your underwear, underwear date. Um, and if you want to get it really sexy, you can buy sex toys and control each other's sex toys. Like there are definite ways that you can get a bit sexy without being able to touch each other or be in the same space. It's about using your imagination to get yourself there. Now, it's easy <laughs> to feel a bit down if you want to have a date. Um, that you might have to do it. So we thought, and by we, we want to give a big shout out to the incomparable producer of Let's Talk About Sex, Jenna, who has compiled some brilliant Zoom date ideas for you. Shall we go one for one on these, Tanya? Yeah, okay. So you should start. All right, so <laughs> we some good ideas you might want to try out. Um, a bit of a food delivery roulette. You can order, maybe surprise the other person, um, with something but obviously you will need to have their address so it might not be something you want to do on the first date but yeah. that said any sort of delivery of any kind could be really nice yeah yeah I've, I've found over this this time of sending people packages that you've not date people your friends is really nice mm. you know send them and they get a surprise in the post because really what else can we do so little gifts like that. Cooking the same meal together at the same time. Lots of people are doing that, actually. Put their screens on, chatting in the kitchen, have a glass of wine. That could be a nice thing to do together. Yeah, um, you could also even try something a bit more uh, tactile. Jenna's a big fan of Bob Ross. 
if you're aware of the <laughs> spiritual painting overlord that is Bob Ross, you could try a very calming, peaceful, like painting together at the same time. You could draw each other. Uh, maybe you get a ceramics kit. Maybe you knit together. Maybe you macrame something together. Anything like a group activity. Why don't you try it out? Yeah. And if you play an instrument, why don't you serenade your date? I think that's a gorgeous thing is to play them some music and say, this is for you. That's very cute. Almost as cute as maybe reading some poetry together. Yes. Fantastic. You know, and that doesn't have to be romantic poetry. It could be nonsense poetry. You could recite Jabberwocky while doing silly things, whatever you like. Um, you could also, again, speaking to that uh, cooking a meal at the same time, that can extend to a few other different activities. So maybe you both go on your own individual walks, but you FaceTime each other at the same time. Or you've gone um, you've gone on your grocery run and you're both guessing <laughs> what the other's going to pick up. Maybe you yeah. do that together. Yeah. Um, or you could do some terrible BuzzFeed quizzes or Cleo or Cosmo, those sort of things. Just do some online quizzes together and see what you find out about each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, I quite like this idea. A PowerPoint presentation night. Now, I know what you're thinking. Is this a work thing? Hun, no. You can pick anything. In fit with me, I do a Real Housewives presentation. Every single franchise, what you need to know, the too long didn't read on all of the main plot lines, anything you want. If, think about it. it. Suddenly, something like that in the idea of a PowerPoint presentation just is so funny to me. <laughs> See, you can get your nerd on and produce beautiful slides. Right? <laughs> <laughs> right. What do you think, though? Let us know if you've got any fun Zoom date ideas like that on 0409 945 945. We'll pop them all up on the program page at fbiradio.com. And me signposting that means we've come to the end of today's show, Tanya. Oh, that went so fast. It was a quick date, Maya. It was. <laughs> Keep keeping you leaving wanting more I've, I've you've made me <laughs> flustered now <laughs> date's gone that well <laughs> leave them tongue-tied yes. I say <laughs> now you can listen back to let's talk about sex wherever you get your podcasts from or in full at fbiradio.com slash programs just click on mornings with Maya Billick you'll find everything there including those zoom date ideas Tanya, thank you so much for your time today. Always a pleasure. Thank you.